Hi, this is Kenny Marquez and my beautiful wife, Tara. We are the Spell. You're listening to Chords, Vines, and Dines. Hi, this is Robert Schuler with Melissa's Produce, and you're listening in on Chords, Vines, and Dines. Cat, it seems like it's been a long time since we've done the show, doesn't it? It really does. But it's only been, we only took a week off. Yeah, and I had a good time last week. You went to water, what, what Wild, was, Wild Rivers Water Park in Irvine. In Irvine. You got the whole fam family together, didn't you? Yes, I did. The entire clan. All six grandboys, my son, my daughter, and my daughter-in-law. Wow. That's the first time we've been together in about five years that's, away from home. Well, that's amazing. Well, Carter didn't even exist. Yep. I did, And it was almost exactly five years to the date because it came up uh, as a memory on my Facebook page. And it showed us all minus Carter. Wow. How cool. And it was fun. Well, let's see if we remember how to do all of this. Gosh, yeah. It's like, well, it's like. Riding a bike, a bike yeah. <laughs> Falling off or riding a bike, whichever. Well, let's let's uh, talk about our official produce sponsor, Melissa's Produce. And I finally made my recipe, Cat, and uh, it was. I a, know I'm still a little too hot for you to handle. It was a little spicy. It's got my <laughs> nose running, but it was good. They are shrimp and hatch chili stuffed jalapeno poppers. They are beautiful, and the picture that's on our uh, Cords, Spines, and Dines Facebook page. Yeah, I, I took before and after. I took them when I was uh, had them stuffed but hadn't gone into the air fryer yet, and then I took uh, pictures afterward. And uh, they're really pretty. Uh, the funny thing is uh, they recommended, which I would recommend as well, to wear disposable gloves when you're working with chilies, but, of course, I didn't. And my, my hands literally burned for two hours plus. I started doing that. I was doing like you. I was going barehanded, <laughs> and... Then um, I I think I I can't remember I had like a, a sore or something on my arm and I uh, scratched oops. at it Ouch. or or you and I also I think I'm gonna start wearing goggles on some of these because yeah. it burns my eyes and I know you haven't watched this show I don't think you have yet called Hot Ones but uh, I'm I'm a Hot Ones addict and it's a guy named Sean Evans and he brings in a celebrity guest and he really gets some big names and. 
together they eat 10 chicken wings each. And oh. they range in, in spice from the equivalent of Tabasco going all the way up to, are you kidding me? I probably could make it through four, and, maybe. Uh, yeah, I think so. But um, Yeah, I've seen parts of it. I saw that one, remember that, uh, with Maya... What's oh, it? Maya Rudolph. <laughs> oh, my that, gosh. That's coming back, Loot. A loot. Oh, my gosh. What a funny her, show. That episode with her in there, yep. she was hysterical. Oh, yeah. Oh, amazing. So it's really... I, I go to that just to watch that for a good And life. Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters was also a very funny episode. <laughs> I saw uh, there's somebody who does a podcast called uh, Heat Eaters, I think. And they went in and they did a whole tour of the Hot Ones production facility. And all you see when you watch the show is just the host and the guest and... It's an office suite. I mean, they've got office after office. Oh, my gosh. It's huge, a test kitchen and this and that. I was blown away. So Maybe uh, we'll get to that point. Check out. I hope so. (laughs) Check out when you have, watch one episode of Hot Ones on YouTube. Um, I know my son likes watching it, too. It's funny. But, But uh, yeah, these are good. They have a really good flavor, but it did get me uh, a little... A little spicy, got my nose running and my ears burning a bit. <laughs> so I cooked up some um, nice shrimp, and uh, then I roasted. You, if you're working with hatch chilies, and hatch chili season has just begun, uh, it's crucial that you roast them first and peel them because the skin is really tough, and uh, you, it, there's, you would not want to eat the skin. So you roast them until they kind of start to blister, and then you, peel, you peel the skin off. off. So I, I roasted those, I diced them, I cooked the shrimp, and I uh, diced them. And then I got um, two cups of sharp cheddar cheese, and it called for four cups, but I did a uh, another two cups of a uh, cheddar trio, and then a little bit of a hot pepper uh, jack in there, and mixed those all together, and then cut open the jalapenos, took out the ribs and the seeds, and stuffed them, and uh, I think I cooked them to perfection. Well, I know with hatch chilies, they can go from, like, Sort of mild to, to really uh, hot, yeah. And there's no way of telling, can you? And not really. You can't. Uh, these jalapenos are on the warm side, but or the hatch or the jalapeno. The jalapeno, because uh-huh. I mean, the main thing is the jalapeno. It's a stuffed jalapeno. Yeah, I can eat jalapenos, but mm-hmm. this really got me. Yeah, it had to be the hatch. Possibly. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. But so, they're good, and they look beautiful. We have a fun show lined up today. Uh, we're going to talk to the authors of On the Rocks, the Prima Donna story. A uh, fascinating story about a restaurant in uh, right in the outskirts of Pittsburgh. So, Kat, we also got to chat with Colleen Kiernan, and how cool is what Ooh, she does? I want to go there. I want to go to Tuscany. She has a program called Tuscan Women Cook, and when I first heard about it, I thought it was all these women that went to Tuscany but no, you can go as a, a solo, you can go as a, a man and woman couple, a gay couple, I suppose, any sort of a group. Anything and you, you want. And you hang out with these uh, Tuscan nanas, the grandmothers, and they teach you their uh, time-treasured recipes. So you watch them cook, and then you get to cook yourself, and you stay in Hands these fabulous on, places. Yeah. So it just sounds in. And you get to pair wine? Yes. Oh, that's my favorite idea. No, I really would like to do that. In fact, I was on the website looking at the pictures, and it looks like so much fun. I am saving my pennies. Me too. Got to do that. And then we have a return visit from the, the spell. spell. Oh, Kenny, <laughs> Kenny and Tara. Oh, my 
goodness are they a bundle of energy we don't even have to do anything with our interviews no. we just kind of let them go yeah. and, and it's and we're sitting here laughing we love them to pieces it's so much fun to have them on i think we should have them on like every other month or something like I that i think about every other month i could would let me recover from <laughs> i know it's like put on your seat belts hold on and monday morning i'm so excited um we're going to be calling bill Payne. bill is a founding member and the uh, still with little feet and uh, Bill has got some stories to tell, um, 50 years on the road, and uh, Little Feet has been, there was a, a time when, that, I mean, I still absolutely adore Little Feet, but I mean, the Beatles, yeah, Little Feet, give me Little Feet. Oh, and wow. So. Yeah, you've I've been a groupie. Been lucky enough to travel, literally travel the world with them. You have a groupie kind of love with them. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, also, um in a week from Monday, we're going to be at the uh, Chef's Open. That's right, the SoCal Chef's Open for uh, Oak Grove. Yeah, when we uh, interviewed Oak Grove. Um, Tammy. Tammy from Oak Grove. She invited us to come out because we were out there last year and I think the year before. But I'm excited because Sassy Mamas will have their orange marmalade in with... Um, Chef Steve. Chef Steve. He's uh, creating a barbecue sauce, I think, using... Steve Beers. Yes, he owns the uh, corporate room, okay. which is an event center. I mean, you could go there, and it's beautiful. You can go there and, and have a reception, a meeting, a huge, and you can have a cater. They do catering. Oh, it's a great spot. And it is. I go there uh, third Thursday of each month for the networking uh, meetings out there and have my sassy mamas there. And anyway, Steve asked me to create this orange marmalade, and... I got some beautiful 10 pounds of oranges from our sponsor, Melissa's Produce, that will be going into yes. his uh, his barbecue creations. And that's so. where the jalapenos and the hatch chilies came from. So, Well, now that I've done the uh, orange marmalade and we have some leftover jalapenos, I'm thinking of doing my own spicy jam with the uh, marmalade and jalapenos, trying it out and seeing. So you'll have to be a taste tester and let oh, me God. know how it goes. Well, should we get on to our interview with Maria and Ruthie? Let's do it. Well, we're here to talk with you about your uh, book, On the Rocks, the Prima Donna Story. And right off the bat, I have to tell you, you uh, have the first book title that I've ever seen that is a triple entente. Yes. <laughs> if you read the book, you'll, you're going to learn very soon that the Rocks is an area just outside of Pittsburgh, or is it considered Pittsburgh? It's a book about a restaurant called uh, Prima Donna that was in the rocks, where you could get a cocktail on the rocks. And the whole business wound up on the rocks, didn't it? Sure did. <laughs> so with us are uh, Maria Palmer and Ruthie Robbins. Ruthie Robbins, and you co-authored the book. When did it come out, ladies? It's actually going to be released uh, on Tuesday, August the 8th, so a little less than two weeks away. Well, we feel very privileged to have an advanced copy. Well, you are very, very welcome. We feel very privileged for you guys to have one, too. So I've, I've started digging into it, and uh, what I find fascinating is that you've written it, Maria, in your dad's voice. What, what made you come to that decision? 
Well, you know what? I'm going to actually pass this question to Ruthie because she was the one that helped make me come to that decision because I previously did not know what to do. So, Ruthie, I'll, I'll pass that one to you. Okay. So Maria first had written this book over a number of years. Maria was my student in junior high and in high school. So I also was a customer of the prima donna. So I saw her father often after she left high school. And I saw Maria once in a while, and I grew up on the street where the restaurant was located. So we always had a connection. Then Maria moved to California and she lived eight miles from my son, who had also moved to California. Very coincidentally, they didn't plan their move, so we kept in touch again. So when she was done with the book, she asked if I'd edit, and I read it, and I it was good, but I had the feeling that the female voice wasn't the strongest voice for this story. And it's funny, because until this work, to me, um, first person, second person, omniscient narrator, that was just an answer to a test question in high school. It didn't mean much. But on this story, it seemed very important. So first, we were playing around with it together and trying the omniscient narrator. And that it just didn't have a great feel to it. But I go to a writer's group in Buffalo, New York, and um, a good writer, Lisa Redmond, if anyone's a mystery buff out there. She's on her seventh or eighth mystery. Uh, she's in my writer's group and she suggested we try Joe's voice. And I brought the suggestion home to Maria and we did and it became so much fun because Joe's quite a character. And he was easy to imitate or imagine or remember or whatever the story required. Well, it's quite that's a story. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, that's it. <laughs> I was just going to say it's quite a story and I haven't finished it yet, but uh, you join uh, Joe as he's uh, a newlywed with uh, a new daughter, Maria, and uh, he's a postal carrier. So uh, you learn how he bonds with the kids, and really uh, he, he's so proud of his work with the post office. And uh, from there, it's uh, the tale's going to take you several twists. Am I correct? Absolutely. <laughs> Just when you think you have to figure it out, uh, it definitely takes another turn. We always say that it is a nonfiction story that really reads like fiction. Well, Kat, I'm anxious for you to delve into it. Well, I'm, I'm anxious for you to finish the book so <laughs> I can read it. So it sounds to me like if I were to walk into the Prima Donna on a, a pretty much any night of the week, Joe would be front and center. He would greet me with uh, either a warm handshake or maybe even a hug and... Um, treat me like family. Am I close? You are 100% on. Yeah, absolutely. We, um, the beauty of the restaurant is it was really my childhood, and I grew up like it was my little third, my third sibling, or sorry, my second sibling, um, my little annoying brother that I never had. <laughs> and really, whenever we had customers come through the doors of the restaurant, they were always like family to us. And I think one of the most unique personality traits that my dad has is he is able to bring out the best in everybody by connecting with them on some certain level. And he, he listens and he's got a really good memory. So whenever he asks about how you're doing or how your family is, he 
already has that Rolodex. He knows who's in your family. He knows what you were doing last time you came in. He knows perhaps why you're there today to celebrate something. And he really capitalized on that in a way that kind of made people feel very warm and fuzzy, Um, not just about getting great Italian food, but it was more or less like an experience that people people went there because they wanted to experience Joe just as much as the food. How did your dad get into um, being in in the restaurant business? Was that in his family, or did he just love to cook, or...? Yeah, um, he loves to eat. (laughs) 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 Um, (laughs) I always laugh whenever people ask me, you know, whenever you were younger, what did your dad make you for dinner? And any time he was making dinner, which I think maybe I can count on one hand, um, the time he made us dinner, it was never good, and it normally ended with takeout. You know, for some place he was not gifted, and he, for a very short time, I don't even know if Ruthie knows this, but for a very short time, he took up, after he retired, he took up cooking, but he has his love for food, and he's got this, like, really amazing palate where he'll just eat anything, so he would open up the fridge in my house, and he would just find random ingredients, and that was his cooking. He'd pour everything into the pot, so he'd see hot sauce, and he'd see chicken, and then, you know, there were grapes, and there were, like, everything was just going into this pot. There really wasn't a rhyme or a reason for it, and um, that was really his style of cooking. So uh, cooking was, he did not have a culinary background, but what he did have was his father, my grandfather, had a high-end bar in a very upscale area of Pittsburgh called Shadyside. So he did have the knowledge of the hospitality industry. He grew up really shadowing his father at the bar and seeing how he brought people together. My um, grandfather's bar is is still there. Um, My uncle now has it. But he talks about having Pittsburgh stiffish drink and um, people would call my grandfather Papa Jim, you know, right after they, it was in an area where there was a lot of college students, so they would come in right after class, they would come in, you know, after work if they were working downtown, and it was really like the spot to hang out. So I think my dad learned a lot of the business just by observing his father, and he always wanted to be in business for himself, um, was never much of um, a person that follows traditional rules and never really felt a strong fit in corporate America. So I think this restaurant was the logical place for him to go. Um, It's just, you know, how he got there because it's not that he could afford the high rent in Shadyside where his father was. He had to go into McKees Rocks, Pennsylvania, which, as we talked about at the top of the hour, is a very close suburb, almost in the city of Pittsburgh, but not considered the city of Pittsburgh. But it's not known for good food. So he bought a failing business and really on a wing and a prayer made it work. I have to congratulate you both on fleshing out these characters. When I read about Joe and Donna, uh, I, I feel like I know them, and uh, 
Marie, I'm wondering what memories you, I mean, it definitely captures memories of you when you were a very little girl, of bonding with your father. Mm -hmm. are, are those vivid memories today? They sure are. And, um, you know, it feels such like the right time for this to come out because, you know, our family's been through a lot of really amazing things. Um, we've experienced things that not many people have. It's a very unique childhood whenever you grow up in a restaurant. Um, your things that kids are playing whenever they're at home in the plastic kitchens and pretending like they're serving stuffed animals. I was doing all of that, but I was doing it in an actual restaurant. Wow. And, um, you know, to bring those memories back and to bring that time alive again, that was really the brightest time in my father's life. And so to see that same glimmer that he had whenever he was in the restaurant industry come back after 20 years since it's been closed, it's really a gift and a blessing, especially because of the turn of events and the story and the comeback that he's made, not only just with um, the things that he's had to overcome, but also with many health challenges. So it's really brings back so many warm memories for me. And then your dad went into politics? Yeah, he did. Um, you know, he... He is definitely the type of person that um, takes skills and tries to transfer them into other places. And so he was so good at um, being the front person for the restaurant and, you know, pulling customers in and listening to people and giving people what they want um, that he really thought that he could take the county of Allegheny County, which at the time had two million people and he could really make that uh, a county that people would want to visit uh, I'm Pittsburgh was voted the most livable city in America so mm -hmm. he really wanted to capitalize on that and um, the people that he was running against had had this county commissioner position for about 30 years so he wanted to get some fresh blood in there and um, you know it was all Everything is always with good intentions, and I think his intentions were there to make a really positive change and difference, but I also think that um, his decision to run for politics really became the catalyst for the downward spiral that happened in the story as well. Well, I'm, I look forward to finishing the book. Uh, it, it's written just lovingly and beautifully, and I'm seeing on the back it's listed as a true crime story. <laughs> Yes. Um, yep. I, you know, whenever Ruthie and I were talking about this, the interesting piece and in, in our agent too, is that it definitely fits into the true crime category, but it also fits into the culinary memoir category. Mm. It also fits into pop culture. There are really a lot of biography memoir. There are a lot of crossover categories. So if you enjoy a good underdogs true story with lots of dialogue written like fiction um it's definitely for you the book again is called on the rocks the prima donna story written by maria palmer and ruthie robbins and what's the publishing date the publishing date is august the 8th 2023 and can you pre-order on amazon you absolutely can you can pre-order on amazon and 
really wherever books are sold. Now, Tom, you got to hurry up and finish that because I really want to read this. <laughs> okay. I give you a week. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you both so much for your time. <laughs> Certainly. Thank you for having us on. It's been a joy. Thank you so much. It's been wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. All the best. Well, Kat, I know you're anxious for me to finish On the Rocks. Uh, it's, it's really a great story. And uh, I love the fact, and I mentioned it to them, that they wrote it in Joseph's voice. Uh, and the one thing I didn't ask is uh, if he's still around, but everything, I mean, they kept mentioning him in the present tense, so I'm, I'm hoping he is. And it's a compelling read, so uh, go to Amazon or wherever you get your books and look for On the Rocks, The Prima Donna Story. It sounds like it should be one of those Netflix movies, too. Well, hopefully. It does. Yeah, I mean, oh no. Somebody very similar, but this one is a true story, and it seems like it would be very good. What do you think? Should we do the game of food, or yeah, let's do you the ready? Game of, yeah. I'm ready. Pick, pick two cards, any two cards. You starting or you want me to go? Um, I'll start. What's the category, my dear? Uh, ingredients. Okay. Which of these Mexican spirits is not distilled from the agave plant? Gosh, I only heard of one of these. So, A, mezcal. B, a, a guardiente. C, a bacanora. And D, Oh, I can't even try. R-A-I-C-I-L-L-A. I think that's called Racina. Racina. And um, I think that is made from agave, but I will uh, go with that. It's B, Aguardiente, A-G-U-A-R-D-I-E-N-T-E. New to me. Oh, well. Your turn for people and pop culture. Okay. This famous refrain from the opening credits of Frasier may have given you a craving for A, Caesar salad and crab legs, B, tossed salads and scrambled eggs, C, spaghetti sauce down to the dregs, or D, crisp beer straight from the keg. B. Ding, ding. (laughs) That was an easy one. If you missed that one, I would have been. (laughs) Okay. Okay. The next one is regional dishes. All righty. If you order a Philly cheesesteak whiz wit, then quotes, whiz, W-I-Z-W-I-T, what extra ingredient are you getting in your sandwich? Now that sounds a little weird, but anyway, <laughs> A, ketchup, B, sour pickles, C, fried onions, or D, extra cheese? Extra cheese. Eh. Wow, I'm shocked. Okay. C, fried onions. Okay. I've had Philly cheesesteaks in Philadelphia, and the main uh, ingredient besides the cheesesteak is uh, cheese whiz. Oh, okay. Okay, uh, under cooking tools and techniques, how long does it really take to fully caramelize onions for French onion soup? Is it A, 5 minutes, B, 10 minutes, C, 30 minutes, or D, 45 minutes? What was the first one? 5 minutes, 15, 30, 45. Uh, 15. (laughs) 45 oh, minutes to 45 to really caramelize onions for french onion soup oh my gosh i've made french onion soup but i don't uh, think i've caramelized them for 45 minutes well we had a horrible performance i think you i got, got one right you got one right and i got both wrong i'm still going 45 minutes oh my <laughs> gosh well i'll have to uh 
reevaluate when I make French onion soup. Well, Kat, I'm excited about our next guest. Her name is Colleen Kernan, and she's uh, got a, a thing called Tuscan Women Cook. And I think uh, let's just get right to Colleen. Tell us about Tuscan Women Cook. What is that? Tuscan Women Cook is an immersion culinary program in Tuscany. Um, it's called the company's called Tuscan Women Cook because the nonne, the grandmas, the women of the village, teach our classes. So the Tuscan women wow. cook um, with us. So we cook in the mornings with our nonne, and um, then we tour. Uh, we have eat what we make. We make between five and seven dishes per class, mm. and then we tour um, the Tuscan region. So we do wine tastings, cheese tastings, olive oil tastings. We go see the bees. Uh, we go to a bee farm. We do um, in season during when the olives are ready. We go to an olive oil press. Uh, so we're really busy, um, and it's a, just a great, um, true immersion experience in our tiny village of Montefalonico. The tour buses can't fit in the arches of our village, so we don't really have any tourists. And our lodging is this beautiful inn um, called Ikastani, which means a chestnut tree. Mm. And... Um, so we are really fully immersed in our tiny village, and we've been going to Montefalonico since the since the inception of Tuscan Women Cook, which is in the year 2000. So we're an original culinary immersion experience. How many times a year do you do this, and how many women uh, can attend at one time? Well, you know, it's the Tuscan Women Cook is the actual Tuscan women who are cooking. Um, our guests are all, we have men, we have couples, we have single travelers, we have, uh, we had a group of five guys came um, this spring, so it's not just a woman's trip, it's very much, um, we have all kinds of, of, of uh, characters that come, <laughs> and, um, so dialed into the, um, the seasons and the weather, such that we can do that these days, but uh, and, and I was mistakenly under the impression that it was just for women to go to Tuscany, but you, know, you were telling me that uh, men, single travelers, uh, couples, uh, anybody can come, right? Yes, we have all walks, all walks from all over the world, actually. We have people that come, uh, mostly Americans, but we also have a, a, about a 35% Canadian and also another 18% from Australia. Wow. Wow, really? Yeah, interesting. Well, you had me at Tuscan. So. <laughs> how many yeah. how many times a year does this happen? So we're there in the spring and the fall. So we're there for six weeks in the spring and six weeks in the fall. Wow. Each session is one week. So our guests come for one week. And then generally they'll do a bookend trip, you know, where they'll go down south to the Amalfi Coast or Venice or Milan or, or other places. Um, they really come from all over all over the world, really. Well, That's beautiful. How do I sign up? <laughs> www.tuscanwomencook.com well, I, I think that is just absolutely wonderful. It sounds even romantic about the whole thing, just going to Tuscany anyway. And you're saying you have the, the, the ladies that are the ones that are cooking there. What do they, everybody come out of, do they have recipes? Do they... Um, oh, yeah. Are they hands-on with, with the cooking as well? Very much so. We get our we are up to our elbows in, in pasta and flour and water and eggs and 
for tenderloins, and we, yeah. we make, like I said, about five to seven dishes per um, day that we cook. Wow. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then we eat that. And then we have five-star dinners, too, in Michelin-starred restaurants in our region. So it's a very full trip. We, um, we really like to show you, and our vendors and our none, our, the grandmas, they really want to show you the best that they have of everything they have. And the Italians, as you probably are aware, I mean, I've just never seen any other country really with hospitality like this. And they just, it's in their bones and their blood and their history. The recipes that they share with us are from their grandmothers. Mm. So these are generations and generations of recipes and richness and warmth and love and, and tradition. And uh, it's, it's just really moving. We have a lot of guests that have, they have come be either a smell memory or um, when they see the, the Nona's hands, you know, look cooking and working and remembering their childhood with their grandmother, not necessarily Italian, but, you know, with their mother or their grandfather or, you know, we did, it, it, it is, it's a very rich experience. Kat and I are both photographers and it sounds like the uh, oh. photographic opportunities are limitless. Limitless. Even some days we have people, we just go on the website and look at our photos because, when you know, it just brings you right to a place of, of relaxation and um, it's very slow-paced where we are. Like I said, it's in our village. It is, we have a, a little market, we have one restaurant, and we have an ATM and six churches. Wow. <laughs> so... <laughs> so um, yeah, it's, it's a really special place. Uh, the, what's really incredible about it, too, is that the people that live there, and, you know, our mission statement involves the Nona, the grandmas, and taking care of them. We've been in that village, like I said, since the year 2000, so 20, 23 years, mm. and we're a big part of the economy. You know, the the Nona can't really work in a restaurant. The grandmothers, they, they're not they can't work in a restaurant anymore or maybe even cook every night for their families, but they can work for us one day a week because we have different nonas every day, and they can make a little money, you know, that they have some independence or they can buy their grandchildren something or whatever they want to do with it. And um, it's, a, it's a really gratifying, for me, is one of the most gratifying parts of, the, of what we're doing over there. It's just absolutely incredible. And I, I'll tell you, we do a Mother's, we host a Mother's Day luncheon for everyone in the village, all the ladies, and they get dressed up, and the men serve the food, and the kids are running around. And it, it's just, and they do a play. You know, the Italians are really good at putting on plays and farce and comedy. So we just have a wonderful, wonderful time. When do the so, next six weeks start, and are there any openings? Um. You know, we do sell out really quickly, and um, we start September 4th. Oh, no, no, September 5th, I think, out in front of me. I do have, I know that somebody just handed me something. We have um, one room available September 7th, the week of September 17th, and then one the October 1st through the 7th. Um, so they, anyone can go online and book it. It's, it's a live website. Um, and you can get booked up there. And we are also, so then we go also, we'll be there in the spring in May, uh, May and June. So mostly it's September, October, and May and June. And again, that's TuscanWomenCook.com. It sounds absolutely incredible. It does. It yeah. really does. 
Yeah, I'd love for you guys to join us, especially having a photographic eye. You know, you'll you'll really appreciate that. That sounds beautiful. We'll have yeah, to check our calendars here so we can do that. <laughs> there we go. Anything so, you'd like to add before we uh, move along? Yeah, it's a really great trip for solo travelers, too. I'm hearing this a lot because we take care of everything. So if you're a person that maybe has had some trepidation about going alone, once you get to us, you don't have to worry about anything. And we have, you know, a whole a slew of drivers and taxi drivers. You know, all, all of our friends over there. Um, it's a really great solo trip. It's a it's a great family trip. Um, the memories that people make are really just really really endearing. And we have our trip advisor. I, I'm so I always get kind of choked up when I read how sweet people are and what a great time they had. And uh, we really just try to get you to see life how it can be um you know when we slow down and appreciate the littlest things you know tuscany is a very poor it was a very poor region and the food of tuscany is is technically a very poor povera they call it and when they couldn't for their their pastas they couldn't afford to use eggs in their pasta because they had to sell their eggs so the eggs needed to bring money to the family so that what they can make with flour and water mm. and back then they wouldn't even use oil so wow. you know the amount of people you can feed on such little um, precious uh, you know parts of the earth and um, we do that so we'll teach you how to make pasta like that we'll teach you my goal really is to get somebody to be able to make pasta at 5 o'clock on a Tuesday night for dinner mm. so have all this you know, we're, we're not intimidated. We don't think it's going to be this real ex exorbitant time, you know, that you're going to have to use. So we teach you how to do it, you know, the real traditional way, and then also the Tuesday at 5 o'clock dinner way, which is with a cuisinart. <laughs> so. Well, maybe next spring. It just sounds incredible, Colleen. It is, yeah. You know, we do. We have a lot of... Um, it's very culinary because, our, like I said, we also go to Michelin-starred restaurants. Mm. So our dinners are, are absolutely just, uh, just mouth-watering, really. And um, these people are our friends. So mm. when you come with us, you're their friends also. You're killing me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And wine's included, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the wine tasting, forget about that, because every lunch we pair with... Um, the wines of the region with the food that we make. So wow. um, we also have a cookbook. If if getting to us in, in physically in person is not for you, we have a cookbook uh, that we did of all the known arrests. Not all, but some of them. We're actually writing a second book right now. But we our cookbooks um, for sale on our website, and the proceeds from that go to the ladies of our village, to the they call it a commune, the commune, the community. So sounds fabulous. Wonderful. Thank, th thank you so much for your time. And uh, again, it's TuscanWomenCook.com is the website. And uh, it's been a real pleasure speaking with you, Colleen. Thank you. You too. I appreciate the opportunity. Great. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye. She great. She was wonderful. Colleen Kiernan. And you can go to TuscanWomenCook.com and learn all about uh, her trips and I think the one coming up may be sold out, but there may be one or two openings. So I, I think was, you said there was one opening in there. Well, that was when we talked to her a couple of weeks ago. It so. might be gone. Yeah.
But yeah, I'm going to definitely save my pennies for that. She paints such a good picture. She does, and it would. It sounds like it would be something that the memories would last you a lifetime, and the photo opportunities. Ooh, that got me too. Everything yep. about the trip sounds wonderful. Are you ready for the spell? Are we ready? Strap in. Hang on, folks. We got some smoking interview coming up with Kenny and Tara Marquez and the spell. How are you guys? We're good. How are you? Good, thank good. you. Hi, Tom. Hey, Kenny, how are you, Kenny? Good. I'm really good. I kind of just realized it's been five months since the last time we, we were on the show. I thought it was only like a couple of months. It was pretty interesting. Five. Five, five? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Five, it was, it was February day. 24th. I was just looking at looking up the chords. Yeah, I remember it was right after my birthday. Yeah. Here we are, and it's another um, episode of Chords, Vines, and Dines, and I can't believe it's been five months since we've had Kenny and Tara, the spell. As our guest. Yeah, I know. We've got our seatbelts on. We're drinking a glass of wine and all set for another interview with you fabulous <laughs> people. <laughs> We're still recovering from the last one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that was that's great. That's why it's been five months. It seemed like it was just a couple of months ago, but, you know, we're always, you know, we got, we got so much going on. We're always doing so many things. Everything's so, um, yeah, it's like, wow, that was really five months ago. Yeah, lots happened since, uh, since we spoke with you guys. But the, one of the biggest things yeah. is that we got married three months ago. I was going to yeah. say that. You got we married. got married, and, you know, all in the same month, we got a record deal, got married all three months. By Elvis in Vegas. Elvis marriage. Cool. That was really fun. It was perfect for us. Perfect for us. He was good too. I saw the pictures. I saw some of your pictures. It was great. Nice. It was a crazy week, and that's why we we were there and stayed. uh, We stayed a little uh, over a week and sewed up our because our producer lives there too, and we that ended up happening the same week or two at the same time. So uh, yeah, lots happened. We've been, uh, you know, now it's gigging season. You know, the summertime, so we're playing a lot of shows. You know, all through the week, weekends, doubles on the weekends and a lot of resorts on the coast a lot of resorts you know nice for the weather right now it's beautiful because it's (laughs) warm inland and out here on the coast it's it's really nice but we've been doing a lot of a promo for the new single as well and we just got word to a couple of weeks ago that it got uh released worldwide over in uh in europe and actually everywhere huh yeah so it was released here first and about a month later it went worldwide um, we already got the day after it was released there, we got picked up by the UK, Spain, Norway, Poland, just to name a few. We've began to interview requests. Yeah, already, so, so it's, it's kind of pretty fun. exciting. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty interesting. Exciting. Yeah. You know, we get all this fun because we're, we're distributed on, um, on Sony. Sony. So, yeah, so we're all streaming on stations over there, which is pretty interesting for, you know, us <laughs> just doing our song here. So, yeah, it's been, it's been a very active summer and all kinds of good stuff's going on personally and gig wise no complaints yeah we also opened up that band uh atlanta rhythm section a couple uh, last month how was that, that? You, remember they were in the 70s they had that spooky oh, song no i know how, how was the, how were they how did they sound it, those guys were they sounded great, great. yeah they really got did. along with them so well what we did you know of course we had debuted our new our single there because play it live too a live version of it which we'll talk about that in a few minutes but uh yeah it was well received we did a lot of classic songs from the 70s and you know it was just our acoustic duo that rocked that whole audience that was there to see that band so we really uh you know high everybody energy. sang the whole crowd sang we every single cover song we did and iconic songs yeah it was it was pretty cool 
It was very, very cool. Love doing that. That was a pretty cool night. So your new single is called Smoldered Out. It's the story of my last relationship. (laughs) (laughs) It just smoldered out. I bet a lot of people can probably relate to it. That's and, exactly what it means, Tosh. <laughs> and, and at the end, though, it's kind of a it's it's kind of like asking each other, has it smoldered out? And yeah. then at the end, we kind of do a turnaround. Yeah. Like, can we try this again? Um, yeah. Just want you to keep loving me as the last line. Yeah, right. Tara wrote those lyrics on the last verse. You know, kind of like you know. So we kind of turn it around. It's, really it's not cool. really it's negative. It's almost kind of like yeah. yeah, it gets back together. It's yeah, it was really good. It's, it's a great song. song. Is it based on personal experiences for you two, or? No, not at all. It's just kind of a, it's kind of like writing a movie or, or something. We were just, it's kind of getting into character and uh, no, we're completely the opposite of that. <laughs> well, us, yeah, it's weird when we sing it because we <laughs> we're getting into character, you yeah. know, but we're not, it's not pertaining to us, but could it be yeah. about other relationships in the past sure. or for anybody or people going through something the, now? You know what the, 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 the thing about it, though, was totally blew us away, too, because we were working with a producer, an iconic producer, too, uh, Jerry Mar- Marcellino. He used to work with Motown, and he even uh, he produced A&M that song, band in the 70s of Michael Jackson, worked with the Jackson 5, A&M Records, and he's still doing it. So. Eddie Money, Diana Ross. He's our producer on he's this our song. So, on this song. so what they pretty, did, and he works a lot of uh, movies and scores in Nashville, so it's the song, you know, we did an acoustic version of which we have, and we do it live. But it came out, and we worked on it. It's kind of a country crossover. Yep. It has, like, this two-step beat. And uh, we were kind of surprised how we all came up with this concept. And we just love it, how it came out. And it's being well-received in the, in the country market, uh, the crossover as well. So, and our live acoustic version we have on YouTube. You know, we put on our Facebook, yeah. Instagram for people that want to see, you know, kind of the bare-bones version of it. Yeah. But the streaming version is... We love it, and so it catchy. is cool. Cause like and, when we play it yeah. on Alexa and all that, it's streaming with other country songs and crossover hits and all that, which is you know a surprise to us. We love all music, but uh, I really like it. I was really surprised yeah. how it came out. How yeah. it got produced that, you know, a country kind of two step beat to it, which was uh, and he really wants cool. he wants <laughs> to do a, an EP with us, which will be another probably yeah. four or five songs yes and we do have a lot of material we're starting to work on new material and, and as well as playing live shows and all that too so yeah a lot of good stuff's going on it's so great that we did you know all happened at one time getting married a new record deal new songs and yeah just everything we've ever dreamed of even you know just not even just in a relationship but music wise and everything so yeah i'm really glad to um to talk about it we, <laughs> get it out there we couldn't be happier for you how do people find you on youtube uh, under the spell, under the spell. Yeah, the song's called "Smoldered Out." It'll come right up. You can even ask both Alexa. versions will come you can up. Even, yeah, uh, ask Alexa to play it. She'll say it too. You just play uh, the spell. The spell. Play the song mm-hmm. "Smoldered Out." You know, it's on Amazon. It's streaming everywhere. On uh, Pandora plays it uh, everywhere. Apple, Spotify, Apple, Spotify, everything. everything. Um, just like our podcast. It's everywhere. And yeah, right here with you. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, and, it, and on YouTube, we have acoustic version, true of it. So, yeah. Two we're going to be playing it on our show, too. So, we'll hit all the other ones as well. Oh, that would be Beautiful. great. Yeah. Yeah, that be great. awesome. Yeah, you know, I used to live in Big Bear, too. So, it's going to be streaming up on the radio station up there that I used to work with. And, uh, of course, uh, you know, everywhere else, too. So, yeah, we're really happy. About yeah, that. don't think we don't come home sometimes and go, Alexa, please, let it out. Oh, wait, I just said it. 
wait, wait, wait. No, sorry, I didn't mean to turn you on right now. Quiet, off, stop, Alexa, stop. I did. I forgot she's in the room right now. She started. Like, I can't hear you. What did you say? Yeah, you know, first off, we were so excited that Alexa played it. We were, we just came back from a gig, and it was it was like midnight or something. We're all dancing around the house as she played it. Because I guess when it's released on um, Amazon, it takes like a week for the you know for it to connect to right. her name that I won't say right now because right. she's listening. You'll, um, you'll, you'll love this story. A couple months ago, I was at the office and I sneezed, and I said, "Excuse me," and Alexa said, "There's no need for you to apologize." <laughs> true, st true story. I know. I love it. Sometimes we're just she sitting comes here. Out of nowhere sometimes it's, it's we're, we're having a conversation, and she'll turn on and say something so random. I'm like, "Who was talking to you? I we really didn't even say your name." It's so weird. Kind of creepy, but yeah, I believe it. Tom. Welcome yeah. to the new world. Yeah, it's crazy. That's so where are you guys? Are you playing live anywhere? Do you have anything scheduled for your live? You know, this is yes. Actually, we got a regular account. We we play over in Carlsbad. You know, we're living on the coast at Oceanside now, and we play we, every Friday and Saturday all through the summer into the fall. We play the the Hilton Garden Inn right on Carlsbad Beach. Yeah, it's in a the pretty nice. Right there. It's, a, it's a nice little gig for all. Area. Nice resort. Every Thursday, we're at the San Clemente Inn in, in, in uh, Orange County. Uh, you know, just play another pool side gig on that, yeah. Saturday. We have a double every Saturday, at least through we summer. A lot of resorts. We're staying out of all the, the sports bars. We do a few, you know, a few wine tasting things, but we're really doing all the resorts right now. And uh, We get a lot of private events, too. We do weddings, parties. Fourth uh, of July party. We yeah. do a lot in Canyon Lake, Temecula. Because they really go all out. Like we did a big thing on the lake in Canyon Lake. You know, t of course, Tar that's why I met her doing the national anthem. Uh, she always sings national anthem at these private shows. It's just it's I did it for Fourth of yeah. July. It was pretty cool. So bunch of boats gathered around and the whole lake. You could hear it kind of echo through with the microphone. Yeah. It was, wow. it was nice. so we're really busy. Yeah, we're doing a lot of resorts. Those kind of things. Uh, special. Uh, appearances here and there that they're hiring us for but uh and that's all the way we're booked all the way that into the fall so. any gigs in temecula uh at this time no because we're so booked we got this and regular because we're pushing the the single too you know and that's where i've been playing for you know for decades uh nothing booked there at this point where that's all cold we get offers for certain things but we have to turn a few things down because of our schedule right now yeah and a couple are our contract already committed uh, so yeah we're trying to fit it in though so yeah Can't we'd complain. love to so uh, we'll, we're looking into that actually all the time when we have free dates to play in Temec and we'll definitely let you guys know so we can hang out yeah absolutely <laughs> oh, definitely. I miss yeah, you guys, miss you guys. So you in person tom i haven't seen uh cat we haven't seen each other well, i haven't uh, you, i know you haven't even i feel like we talk. have well tara i've never seen you and uh, kenny it's been at least a couple of years since i've seen you that's right it has been and you, uh, you haven't seen, no one's met tara i mean you guys haven't so, yeah. it's because i don't really exist i'm just a voice <laughs> you're, like, you're, you're, you're ai aren't you yeah i'm just i'm artificial intelligence over the phone and on facebook <laughs> instagram and i'm just a figment well, that'd be a great concept. It would be a great concept already. Exactly. Yes. It amazes you up. And here the you are. Gonna be. <laughs> One of my new programs. I That's why it. he loves me so much. He's like, she's like a creation that yeah, I, I never. It's like a weird science. It's a real your dreams. Like... 
That's why everybody's like, why is Kenny so in love with it? Well, I go, because she's fake. Well, there yeah. you go. <laughs> because it's a girl for It's him. weird science. I know. So, Kathy, yeah. also helps us too we... back because we don't have to do any work. I know. It's, oh, it's great. <laughs> You're making our job easy. I'm just thinking of more. Right? Kenny needs yeah, to get a blow-up what... doll with Tara's voice coming out of it. Yes, exactly. You know, this is, we forgot to mention how we got our name the first time we interviewed like with yeah. you guys. Um, how we got the name, the spell. Yeah, absolutely. Is when we met and what when you would talk to me on the phone and. Well, and... it was so, it was so quick and so like not not the romance, just the connection we had, and it's just I really felt like it was under a spell. Like we jokes chemistry. about it, like because I'm just you know. He's I, like, I, it's like you put me under a spell. It's like, what is this? It. This is the spell, and and we were thinking of a name. What a great name! Yeah, yes. to call ourselves, and then I, George, I got it. Then, it was great though. Just kind of I go, fit. why don't we just call ourselves the spell then? Because yeah. we were going tossing you know around all these different names and. Well, it seems kind of obvious if, you know, you keep saying that. And, and it does work, too, because music's a vibration anyways. Uh, you can call it a music, music spell. You know, spell, like, you, know, like, spell. Yeah. you know, vibration, that's kind of a spell there, too. So, yeah, it's just kind of fit in all areas, though. So. Yeah. Put a spell on you. I was just thinking the same thing. That's credence, wasn't it? Yep. I yep. put a spell on you. And screaming. Yeah. 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 So we are the spell. That's why we say that. Yeah, we're like, wow, that really works. Yeah. Yeah, so a lot of great things. Um, Happy to talk to you, you you know, again, and, you know, let you know what's going on. So much has happened. It's great. I just realized that just before we went on the air, I was noticing it was five months. We're like, whoa. I really thought it was like three months ago. That's That's how how time flies. Absolutely. But, you know, we love, and, and not only do I love Kenny, but I am so blessed that we get to do this together. We get to do what we love, but we get to do it together. And like 24 seven, we, we are always together. How do you do that? How do you, how are you guys together 24 seven and still stand each other? It's like the opposite (laughs) of, you know, again, people experienced that during COVID, right? That was right when we met was kind of at the end of that. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of relationships broke up. It's like COVID now though, because we're always together 24 seven, like we're always together. We're always together. And we love it. We're always out. It's just every day is a great adventure. You know, and I did solo stuff for years and before that, you know, my rock band and all that and uh to to just work with tar and be with tar it's it's unbelievable i really feel like again under a spell i'm using it <laughs> but i really do feel like it's kind of it's dreamy to me and uh especially after doing it all these years and be this excited for our live shows writing songs everyday life with this woman is unbelievable it's just a, and i'm not afraid to say it well i feel i'm not same. natural about it i mean i really didn't say too much about my personal life in the past years but i'm you know i'm one of those now i'm just like want to scream just i'm just so happy and static and oh. i don't care if it's corny created me. And- <laughs> yeah, right. we, we couldn't be happier for the both of you i'm, I'm just so happy in life it's great it we does. manifested <laughs> you're, you're yin and yang for each other Absolutely. We are. We really are. We really are. You do make me laugh like crazy. I never met anybody quite like you either. Yes. Which is a compliment. (laughs) No, it's a compliment. So where can everybody find your, do you have a website or Yeah, absolutely. It's the, um, we are posting our shows on there though. We we usually do more on social media. Our website is basically the spellmusic.com. 
it just advertises our single. It has some links to our social it has media. Links how to get a hold of us? Emails, all that. It's the spell music uh, at gmail.com, anyways. Uh, and we're we're on Facebook. There. There's phone number if you want to hire us for, for you know private shows and all that too. All that information. But we are in social media as Facebook, well. Instagram, Instagram, YouTube. Under the spell music, and then the spell um, uh, music acoustic. Do the spell music acoustic. Do the spell music duo. Some version yeah. will get you. You'll find our stuff. <laughs> yeah, because you know doing four, five shows a week to six shows a week, we just put them on. We just barely get enough time to put them on our uh, social media pages and move on. So, yeah. We still have a life. Yeah. <laughs> our our uh, Saturday, Sunday is like Monday, Tuesday, and then we're back, you know, playing music. Yeah, we start we tomorrow. Start that's that's our of love. It really is, especially right now in the summer. Everything's just a great vibe. Everyone loves music. Everyone's out to, to hear music. And uh, yeah, it's, again, love doing it. Done it my whole life. Tara has too. Yep. And uh, together, it's, it's magical. Even better. It's magical. <laughs> it's a little it's like a spell. <laughs> Well, guys, it's been it's been absolutely wonderful, and I'm glad we had a glass of wine before we uh, started the interview. <laughs> Thank you See, so much. We did much. it again. We did it again. We didn't let you guys talk. We did it hey, again. That's fine. I think we did a it's little bit. It's your show. You know, it's your interview, so you maybe you a little it. bit more than last. Well, maybe a little, a little, a little bit. bit. <laughs> A well, little bit. He's we, like, well, you guys are getting a little bit better. We can't wait <laughs> to see you Are you guys having a great live. summer? We didn't ask you that. I wanted to ask you that. How's the summer going with you guys real quick? Hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I knew I was going to say that's the word everybody. See, so that's another reason we're kind of staying coastal yeah. through the summer. It's kind of a... Yeah, we're a mile, we're a mile from, from the ocean. That's why And we were just watching the news this morning. The place to be is on the coast. Oh, my God. We're just loving it here. It's still warm for us here, but not... Yeah, but warm here. There. It's like 80, 80 today. Oh, yeah. I think anybody would take 80 over 90. Absolutely. Right now. I'll try 100. Pretty spoiled. Anyways, we love you guys so much. We and, do. And, and we, we, we get some shows out in the Temecula Valley. And hi, Temecula Valley. Hi, everybody. I just want to say hi to everybody. Um, we will definitely let you know and do some promo and let, uh, you know, because there's so many people, I, you know, that I know in the Valley and, and Tara knows a lot of people in the region too. So we'll definitely let now you know I when do. we do a show. So, yes. Love to see you guys. Really do miss you. We miss you too. And uh, thank <laughs> you do. so much. All right, Tom. Thank you, both of you. Love love you guys. All right, bye. Times are changing a bit too late. But just so far away And when I finally see you At the end of the day I really want to ask you, babe So I will ask you this way How's it Keep love.
Isn't that fun? They're amazing. Uh, what energy. Did you catch your brush, breath yet, Tom? <sighs> Just about. <laughs> <laughs> they're so much fun, and we, we really do have to go see them. Yeah, we're going to do a surprise visit sometime when they're playing and not tell them we're going to be there. That's right. And get them on video when we do that. <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. So, Kenny and Tara, get ready. You're going to get a surprise. I'm not going to tell you when. It wouldn't and be it, a And it won't be a, immediately, but soon you're going to see our faces at one of your gigs and so you're going to be surprised all righty next week bill payne from little feet and that may be another one like uh, the paul thorne show where the entire show is bill payne talking about his uh, solo career and working with the doobie brothers uh, founding member of little feet he's got a lot of stories to tell yes he does i can't wait i'm excited yeah me too well he's been your buddy for a long time Probably at least 30 years. Yep. Yeah. And so we've got, uh, we got this, we'll talk about, well, we're not going to, we'll have the celebrity chef, <laughs> celebrity, we'll have the chefs open um, after. Uh, that'll be after next week's yeah, show. after next week. So we'll tell you all about it. And I'm excited though, because there's so many good chefs out there. And they keep changing the lineup. So it's not the same same ones. chefs in and out every year so a lot of new faces this year yeah i'm i'm really i'm really looking forward to that and it's at peltzer winery right and they're always open to helping doing charity work they and, are and working with autism and yes and so we'll we're gonna have a good time see you next sunday thanks Hi, this is Martha Davis from the Motels, and you're listening to 10 Temecula Entertainment Network.